I don't know what any of this shit is, and I'm fucking scared. First, you're going to tell me about this dying stuff. Sorry about that. What is a scientist? You caught me like I'm experimenting with science. It's like magic with electricity. I know that. I'm not stupid. I'm smarter than you. The smartest scientists in the entire world all agree science is a liar sometimes. Seriously, this could not seem less scientific. Those idiots don't know anything about science. It's science. I believe it's pronounced science. This is the least scientific thing I've ever seen. So I'm just experimenting with them? You be quiet. Thank you, scientists. Under the guise of science. Hi, everybody. Hello, hello, Chris. Hello, Charlie. How are you? I'm pretty well. How are you? Oh, just grand. Thank you for inquiring. Wonderful, I've got, wonderful. I've got my what? I've got my podcast glasses on. I've got my mm. Hooters baseball hat on. I am ready to go. Can't get any more. Yeah. That is also my podcast hat now. I've decided. The Hooters just, hat? Yeah. My podcast hat is also my only hat. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you, you outed me to all the people who didn't know about my only Hooters hat. <laughs> no, but you have hats plural. I have the hat. I do have another hat that I wear when I like mow the lawn or do something where I'm going to sweat so that this hat doesn't get too gross. Oh, this is your good hat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> now, this hat's not for everyday wearing. <laughs> <laughs> it's for fancy wearing. This is when I got to go talk to people. Or <laughs> look like I, I don't know, try. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I, I've come to the realization, this is completely out of nowhere, but I've come to the realization that fashion sense is really, like, it's the point where you look in the mirror and you go, eh, that'll do. Like, for some people, that point is way further along than it is for me. <laughs> like, I get to say, like, oh, I, eh, that's fine. 100%. Like, that's yeah. why... <laughs> It's re- I think I said it before, but I'll say it again. It's real easy to step over the bar when you put it on the ground. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, same. It's like I'll Yeah, it's it's whatever the uh whatever the season permits for my legs, shorts or not shorts. Mm-hmm. And uh Almost always a t-shirt, and then every now and again they'll be like, "If I if I show up with something with a collar on, motherfuckers are like, ooh, ooh, look going at this on an guy. interview. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm going on an interview in my uh, my sharks in outer space button up shirt that I have. <laughs> Could be a startup." <laughs> There's lots of places that give interviews that would appreciate that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I show up there, like they're all in suit, they're all in suits, and like, well, it was on a Friday. I thought we were having a wacky Friday dress down day, like you guys have every week, right? Right. <laughs> and then they're like, you know what? Maybe we've been doing this wrong. And then cue music. It's a trailer about me showing these, showing these, uh, these uptight corporate guys how to loosen up and live life, and they sh- they show me how to be a bit of a grown up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you take them to the novelty Hawaiian shirt store. It has <laughs> various characters from. One of the- <laughs> And they're like, this is how you do your taxes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not bad. I'm with it. Yeah. Here's your uh here, now you come with us to Caraco Suits. <laughs> <laughs> we hear there's some type of three for some amount of money that ends up being twice as much by the time you're done sale. <laughs> and all the salesmen are doing rails in the back room. <laughs> at this upscale suit store. 
I was at a, when I was getting fitted for my wedding suit, there was a guy at one of the stores, like, who's shorter than me. I couldn't have been any more than five foot. Uh, Really, really wiry. So, uh, and then uh, he had a big Band-Aid above his eye and then, like, a huge, like, big white gauze bandage under his left eye. Oh, boy. Like, yeah, like, active actively hurt himself like i didn't really get much out of it but like yeah it's so what you said so far about they're doing rails in the back room absolutely checks out i mean a hundred percent what what else says uh cocaine like an extremely skinny figure and very fresh fight wounds <laughs> those, those are two of the biggest telltale signs yeah, like, wait, <laughs> that cocaine minute. was involved recently. <laughs> but I remember he went in the back and his boss took over for me. And, or took over for him, rather. And he comes over and I was like, yo, he has real like henchman vibes to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked back and he's like, wow, it's yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> and he was like, actually, that's his job title. We were hiring a, a yeah. suit henchman. <laughs> just until uh, he's just waiting, like just kind of squatting down on the ground in a suit for someone to come in, just punching brass knuckles into his other palm. <laughs> Just ready to fucking throw this suit at him. <laughs> you got until the 31st if you want to get your money back on this. <laughs> <laughs> and surprise, surprise, he was quite pushy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah. I could have told you that as soon before you even told me about his face. <laughs> he, uh, like the jerky boys, car salesman, was like, you, you. You, look, I stick his face in the fucking hood, and I say, "Look, you, you, you gotta fucking buy. You gotta fucking buy this car right now." <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Dope. I don't know how I don't know how they do things up in Middletown, but that's not how we do things here in the city. Fucking. <laughs> Isn't it great how? You start off loving the Jerky Boys just for all the voices and characters and nonsense they say, but as as you listen to it more, really appreciating what the unsuspecting person on the other end of the phone is responding with. Oh yeah, no, that, but, that's half the fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite was the uh, well, one of my favorites is uh, the. The touch it in the back, uh, TV salesman, uh, Kissel's calling up. <laughs> it's got, don't touch it in the back. <laughs> Sorry, go on. But yeah, yeah that, so that guy, at one point, he's going, touch it in the back? And the guy goes, no, no one should be touching anything. Like, just... <laughs> <laughs> he said, touch it in the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah taking it seriously like what are these two doing and then one of the best on the fly improvs ever is uh he's yelling pull the plug the sales rep is yelling pull the plug <laughs> kissel goes he ain't dead yet just <laughs> god damn it man how are you that fast yeah. how are you that good at that <laughs> no they're, they're impressive with that for sure Incredible. Well, Jerky Boys, two weeks in a row. Check it out, kids. Yeah, if you have <laughs> never heard, they're good. Well, speaking of uh, electricity. Ooh, what do we got on electricity? Yeah, we can move from, you know, don't touch it in the back. That that current flowing <laughs> through that wire that, uh, that they're touching, that current <laughs> creates a magnetic sphere. I shouldn't say magnetic sphere. I'm sorry. I'm hopping ahead and getting a little. Let me back it up a little bit. (laughs) I'm hopping ahead to you. (laughs) 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 Electrical current (laughs) 
creates magnetic fields. That's uh, electromagnetism at its at its uh, base, I guess. All right. So if I could even ask, uh, if I could take that even one step back further, mm. uh, to quote the insane clown posse, fucking magnets. How do those work? <laughs> like, so I, I get, I, I get this this metal that's natural, like magnets, the ones that come out of the ground, like they're already yep. charged in a certain way, right where the poles yes. have opposite poles, and like poles push apart and opposite poles attract. So how does how does electricity do that? So to take. Going back to so the, the, there's the four fundamental forces of nature, mm-hmm. one of which is electromagnetism. Mm-hmm. At some point, somebody noticed that uh, there's there's a scientist. I'm saying somebody. It wasn't just a dude. Like these these were all experiments and stuff like that. That I'm gonna you know condense into three sentences that you can look up for yourself if if you would like to. But somebody first noticed that electrical currents produce a magnetic field. There was, you know, a, an electric current going one way and things were attracted to it. Somebody else noticed that if they create a magnetic field, it actually creates a current in a nearby conductor that they had set up for this experiment. So the link between the two started to kind of uh, present itself. Um, and then a guy named Maxwell, who Maxwell's equations are um, the only reason I remember his name, but... Uh, he was very important to physics in general, but Maxwell, mm-hmm. uh, his equations describe how electricity and, and magnetism interact, which led to the theory of electromagnetism, which has been you know proven and tested and, and all that kind of stuff. So basically, all it means is like, think of a compass, mm-hmm. that a compass points north. That is not true. Compasses don't point north. It's the thing is arranged in a way that it looks like an arrow. So it looks like it points, but what magnets do is align with the magnetic field. So from the way the uh, current is moving, that creates the field. They actually, and and you can't see me if, uh, you know, only you can see me, but there's a rule for electricians. For for those listening, he's holding his thumb out like in gladiator. Like he wants the crowd to decide whether or not uh, (laughs) the loser wins. Or, right. or lives so, or, or dies. <laughs> so if, if you do that, you hold your thumb out in front of you, pointing left or pointing right, whatever, and you curl your hand, curl your, your other four fingers around, whatever way your thumb is pointing, that's the way the current is going. Whatever way your hand is curling, the other four fingers, that's the way the field is going. So if you switch it the other way, so if it's going left to right, if, or, or, a better way to put it is if it's coming at your face, it's going clockwise. If it's going mm-hmm. away from your face, it's going counterclockwise. Oh, okay. So all of that, I mean, and you've done that in science, you know, science experiments and science fairs back in the day where you get a stupid battery and you hook it up and you can open and close the circuit and stick a nail to it when it's closed and stuff like that. So mm. <clears throat> all of this <laughs> is to say they figured out that electromagnetism is one force and, the th- and there's a particle that carries forces, that communicates the force between two objects. And in this case, it's the photon. Photon does both light and it does, you know, other ranges that we can't see. But as photons travel, they also convey this uh, magnetic force as well. So in the case of magnets that attract to each other, mm-hmm. similar to how inside the nucleus there are um, virtual gluons that pop in and out of existence there are virtual photons that exchange this magnetic force between the two fields depending on which way the current is going you get your north or your south or whatever so you know two that are kind of going in the same way will push apart or you know vice versa whatever the case is so that's where it all comes that's what it all boils down to is this exchange of virtual photons is how the fuck magnets work icp very nice yeah. Cool shit. I hope I hope that's mostly right. I'm, I'm as usual, half in the bag. So, <laughs> <laughs> and as usual, word for it taken. <laughs> nice. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
but that's basically what it boils down to. All right. Mm-hmm. That's neat. Yeah, actually, I don't recall ever retaining that or understanding uh, how uh, how compasses work. Yeah. Yeah, compasses right. is just a magnetic thing with a north and south that's shaped like an arrow. So wherever yeah. you're standing, it aligns because magnetic fields, doesn't matter how big they are, they work the same. Right. So in the case of the Earth's, it aligns itself with this magnetic field that's, you know, vertically go or um, that would be longitudinally, I guess is the word for it, aligned. And are they always, whole planet, it's going the same way? Yeah. The magnetic field? Okay. Yes. Yeah. They got they- the South Pole and the North Pole and the whole thing. Uh, what was the words? Uh So, uh, like Bermuda Triangle, like that, all the shit goes haywire over there. Do they know why yet? Um, I think it has to do more with superstition and bad record keeping and stuff like that, because it turns out the ocean in general is fucking crazy. And there's as many ships lost elsewhere as in Mm -hmm. the Bermuda Triangle. But does it like, or is, so is it only like, do your instruments actually go bananas over that though? I don't know. I have never flown a plane. I've heard people say that. Um, I've also heard people say that it's bullshit, that that does not happen. So I guess it, it depends who you ask. I'm, I'm more, I lean towards the side of, because there are a lot of cases where things that they said went missing, mm-hmm. washed up somewhere else or turned up somewhere else, but they just didn't connect the dots and keep the record in a lot of cases. It's, it's you know. There's rogue waves and shit like that in the ocean. Right. It's fucking crazy. Like you don't want to be on a boat for months. I was, I was thinking like, like that's what made me think about it. Just if there's like any spots where for some reason the magnetic field isn't doing the exact same thing on the whole planet. Like, gotcha. Like weak weak spots in there or something. No, and I mean this <clears> thing <throat> extends outside the atmosphere the magnetic right. field it goes way oh, out okay. into space so, so yeah it's huge <laughs> and just yeah it doesn't care about ships that's like a little blip on on its path kind of ah, all right yeah. what is cool about the magnetic field around the earth before we get into the why the uh the magnetic poles and the actual true poles like magnetic north and true north as far as looking at a map or looking at the globe are not in the same place. The magnetic field kind of is rotating or does rotate. So it's a couple hundred kilometers apart um, from where you would think North would be on the map. And, and every so often the, and by every so often, I mean like tens of millions of years or whatever it is. I, I think on average, it's every few hundred thousand to every few millions of years, the magnetic poles shift, but there's also cases of tens of millions of years where it doesn't shift. And by shift, I mean, North becomes into South and South becomes North. It actually flips on itself. And what, what is, does that like change the, the, uh, the rotation in regard to the 24 hour rotation? That wouldn't matter. Um, depending on the sun's activity, it may not even matter for earth. Um, but the magnetic field is what keeps a lot of the harmful particles out from the solar wind. Okay. So during that shift, it would weaken. Um, I don't know how long it takes if it's, you know, I I don't think it's like overnight now it's North and South. I think it, you know, takes a little while and it'll be angled in a weird way. So the earth could be at risk to, uh, bombardment from the sun in cases where that happened um i mean sunburn and cancer i don't know that right. it would the earth would keep on ticking <laughs> but we we might have a rough time now um so sci-fi movie idea based off of only one scene that i have in my head it's gonna be uh, these two alien species, well, to us anyway. We can, if you want, we can shum on at the end and go, "Oh, it was Earth the whole time," or <laughs> some shit like that. But, uh, like the magnetic field is able to keep, like, make it like fortify it, and then like, okay. 
uh, to keep the other species from attacking. And then like they, they figure out a way to time out when the poles are going to reverse. So they like plan their attack around that. Cause that's Ooh. the only time they can get into the force field. Yeah. Something like that. It's a, it's a, it, it's a jumping off point. There's, yeah. There's <laughs> something interesting there. I think that's, that sounds got an ooh out of me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's something. Yeah. Back to science fact. Science fact. Um, <clears throat> let's see. All right. So I guess just diving into our magnetic uh, field here on the earth. So the, the, we've spoken about the Earth's core before. There's the inner core, the innermost core also. But in this case, we're worried about the outer core. We're more interested in the outer core. Because the outer core is not, as, it's not solid. It's molten iron, um, molten, some nickel in there. Uh, and the movement in this, like as the Earth is spinning and there's energy in there from... Um, nuclear uh what's it called the weak nuclear force radioactivity like things you know uh, radiate and give off heat that way leftover energy from when the uh, planet formed and stuff like that there's a ton of energy in there so that it gets hot so pockets of this liquid molten iron heat up mm. get less dense and kind of bubble up and then as they get up they cool down and they get dense again and kind of bubble down so it's called convection. You kind of have these vertical currents in this liquid iron. And it, it, because of all this motion, it creates a current, an electrical current from charged particles, ions, things like that as, as they're moving back and forth. And as we just spoke about, anytime you have an electric current, it creates a magnetic field. And does the, is it like what's causing the electricity? Is that kind of, uh, friction for lack of a better way to like is it generating from friction yeah just friction heat the, yeah the energy that's being given off um the heat causes some of these particles to ionize mm -hmm. um ionize just basically means less or more electrons than expected based on the number of protons and so in those cases it gets a charge if you have less you have a positively charged ion mm -hmm. if you have more you have a negatively charged ion so these charged ions moving that's a charged particle in motion which mm -hmm. is an electric current it's the same thing cool shit oh is yeah. this um is this why there's uh there's lightning out of volcanoes sometimes yes Ooh. yeah which is fucking cool yeah yeah just yeah that you got a different charge in the top and le electricity wants to hit the ground that's it it wants to hit the ground and level out so yeah if you got these weird ions coming out of the top they get erupted yeah you that's know. cool as shit when that happens. Yeah, as long as it's far away. Yeah, that's what. <laughs> that, that's one of the coolest fucking thing about uh, camera technology and the ability to spread that information. Like, there's a dude flying drones over like active volcanic activity on Iceland a few years back. It's oh, fucking cool. wild to be able. You're not supposed to be able to get that close to know what that sounds like. You know, and yeah, like, there he is with the drone. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, it's crazy. And like, I, there's a reel on one of the that keeps popping up. It's like people on another mountaintop, like they're far away from a volcano erupting, but it's like you see the thing explode up in the air and then I counted it's like eight or nine seconds. It's just the loudest boom ever. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's sick. I got to find that one. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> shit. Yeah. I got to see that one. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Again. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, I guess uh, to kind of tie in what we first started speaking about. So that, that creates the magnetosphere is what they call it, which has a North Pole and a South Pole. So, yeah, the Earth is a giant magnet. So uh, we have all these other little magnets that align with that field, and that's how you get a compass. Um, 
Oh, a cool thing. You said you saw this in, in Iceland. Mm. Because the magnetosphere ends at the poles, so the solar wind, it sends all these charged particles that come through. It kind of bumps into the magnetosphere and is routed, I guess, north or south along the magnetic lines. So as it gets closer to the North Pole and to the South Pole, mm-hmm. that's where you get the uh, the aurora or the uh, you know the Northern Lights or oh no shit where you live. yeah. So that's, that's what you're seeing. Neat. Those are particles from the sun being routed and, and charged. And, uh, wow. You're watching the Earth save us in color. Holy fuck. <laughs> is that what that is? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. No shit. It's awesome. <laughs> it is. Um, hey. The So, obviously, if there was less uh, magnetosphere, that would be bad. Could it be too much magnetosphere as well could that be a bad thing potentially yes Ooh. oh yeah no i mean i think uh and everywhere pretty much has a magnetic field everything where this stuff goes on mercury has one it's very weak it's not that active jupiter has one that's crazy strong because mm. it's uh more it, it's metallic hydrogen rather than iron that that's being moved and you know a whole shit ton of it too so that one's crazy strong mm. but i mean stars have their own and getting real big to something like a neutron star there there's a, something called a magnetar out there which is a neutron star that is just it's spinning so fast and and the way it works the magnetosphere is like insane we can we can feel it from here and it's one of those things where if you got close enough, it would tear your sh- your uh, skin off. Like that could like tear your flesh off. It's it's like that strong where it's like Holy shit. hundreds. I don't even know how many times the strength of uh, our suns. But yeah. that's fucking bananas. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> so yeah, we don't want to don't want to get near those. But none of them are close, thankfully. But. Yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, nothing is close. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> all these terrors are, are far enough away that we'll be all right. Yeah, like I, I for I say, a majority of my life, it's always been like, man, I wish shit in outer space was closer. And after the last six months, no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> right. Everything, everything is right where it needs to yep. be. <laughs> And thankfully, everything's moving away from itself, so it's it's only going right. to get better. <laughs> right, <laughs> a little. The threats are just slowly just heading out. <laughs> Although I heard that um, I don't know how to pronounce it, but that that cigar looking uh, asteroid um, Umamu, or something, yeah, the 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 Hawaiian name, the one that starts with an O, it's yeah. coming back or something like that. And this time, it's personal. <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. Uma Mombu too. Uma Mombu Boogaloo. <laughs> There's only one man that can stop it. And that man is Mishu Kaku. <laughs> Amen. All right. And get uh get Hollywood on the phone. Is this big Hollywood? <laughs> Is this Terry Bolia? <laughs> Sidebar and letting people inside the curtain. My new favorite thing to do is just put big in front of whatever oh, yeah. thing you're talking about. <laughs> we it's... did that a couple times on a recent podcasts. Yeah. It's, my... it's fantastic. <laughs> I remember hearing a guy I work with say big pizza once. And, <laughs> and, and, and fucking, it so caught me off guard. I think it was uh, someone was talking about the conspiracy theory of uh, that the subway fare and the slice of pizza uh, always inflate in price uh, in unison and they're always around the same price. And uh, the other guy was <laughs> ripping them apart. It was like, oh, yeah, it's a big conspiracy between between the MTA and Big Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a meeting somewhere. <laughs> All the pizza owners. 
<laughs> yeah, that's pretty insane. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, people believe anything though. Yeah. <laughs> uh why are we why are we talking about big everything? What <laughs> <laughs> I man, I have no idea what we were talking about. <laughs> just, just the magnetic spheres. So, uh, um, on the Earth or uh, in the Earth, it's called geodynamo as far as the uh, transfer of heat. <laughs> the the it's like convection the, currents. Yeah. It's the main character of a seventies karate movie. <laughs> <laughs> Or it could be a transformer or something like that too, or, or a GI Joe. Cut. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. Geo Dynamo. Geo Dynamo, also a uh, anime show that never quite made it over here. <laughs> it's just one of those <laughs> Japan exclusives. Well, if you like Geo Dynamo, if you like Geo Dynamo, you're gonna love Solar Dynamo. Ooh, that's yeah, new and improved. Yeah, that's what goes on in in stars, or you know we we say in, in the sun, but it's going to go on in other stars as well. So in, because the core of stars is just fucking weird, like it, it's so much pressure and so much heat. It's not anything. It, it's a fourth form of matter. We're not talking gas, solid or liquid. We're talking plasma. So <laughs> plasma is just like, there's so much energy that the um, nuclei don't really capture electrons. It's kind of all shared. So everything in there is, it. it's like, a, I don't want to say soup is a good way of thinking about it as far as the mixing, but it's really not soup because it, it's almost gaseous and dense. I don't know how to, how to really describe it, but it, it's, it's all charged ions because of the amount of electron sharing and, and stuff like that. There, there's not, any kind of real solid helium atom or hydrogen atom. It's, it's a, a mix of craziness going on in there. Wow. So you still get, yeah, you get those same convection currents, the same thing where parts of it heat up and move and parts of it cool down and then come back down. So stars have huge magnetic spheres or ma magnetospheres, magnetic fields. Um, and they're also, like the sun isn't a solid the way the earth is. So the earth rotating, it's just one ball that's rotating around the sun at different parts of latitude rotate at different speeds. Hmm. There's different belts that move around at different speeds. Um, so because of that and all the energy, the sun's magnetosphere like twists and turns on himself and amplifies itself and, that's where you can get solar flares and things just kind of busting out from all this stuff. Um, those convection currents, if they heat up enough to hit the surface, that's what a sunspot is. Um, uh, with, all, with, the, all that is. with the sun flares. Um, so is, is it just too much stuff for our uh, magnetic field to handle? Or So far, so good. There, there can be some where that might happen, but our magnetosphere is pretty strong at, and, and what it does is it kind of captures it and routes it. So it, you know, sends it off behind on a tail. Mm -hmm. um, and I think like if there were a big solar flare that were to explode out to, or, or reach us and the magnetosphere took the brunt and shifted it back, mm -hmm. it would be weakened. Then it would take a little bit of time for it to come back. So if it was like two in a row, that could be a problem. Okay. As far as uh, electricity, not or electronics not working. Yeah, that was that was the next thing I was going to ask. Like, the, I I feel like I've heard stuff about uh, a potentially really big uh, electromagnetic pulse hitting yeah. the Earth and fucking shit up. Zach DeMundo. Now, how yeah, bad would that fuck shit up? Would would it be like power out for a few minutes, or like would it damage and destroy stuff? No, it, it would. I don't, I don't know about damage and destroy stuff, but it, it would fry a lot of computer yeah, parts. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like on a, yeah. uh, on like a, yeah. uh, on a motherboard, <laughs> on a motherboard level. Right. <laughs> <laughs> on you a need parts a new level. Motherboard. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, if that fried everything. Yeah. Like that's, everything's computers. To, yeah, you'd be back to paper and pencil. Or paper and pen. Remember that shit? 
Remember writing stuff down? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, man. That's a fun one. Someone definitely must have sci-fi that up already. Maybe not well yet, but somebody's definitely... I can't imagine no one's tried that idea. Right. Turned into a... Uh, uh, disaster movie, catastrophe movie. There we go. Yeah, I'm trying to rack my brain. The only time I can picture, like, because I'm picturing planes falling out of the sky and shit like that. I don't know if it would be that bad, but instruments for landing and, and stuff like that would, would probably be toast. So it would be pretty manual, everything that was going on. Although, I don't know, does electricity spin the, uh, jets and stuff like that like how does that work uh yeah we were we rely on it so much yeah it's i mean it's it's the fuel is con- converted into electricity right and the fuel is burned and that makes electrics right um yeah well the fuel is burned to to spin something yeah and then you that, that turbine then you get the Somehow that does electricity. That I don't really understand how a power generator actually generates electricity. I should have looked into that. I know it's something from spinning. Yeah, I, I again, I just always assume it's like much fancier static electricity. You know, it's like just yeah. fr- friction rubbing against something else and giving an electrical charge. Yeah, to create a current. That's I mean, my batteries. Theory. I. <laughs> batteries I get because they have positive and negative written right on there. So there's one side is positive, one side's negative, and you have a barrier between the two. Mm-hmm. So it's only by putting it in a highway, basically. That's you know, you, you put it where a battery goes. Now the positive has a route to get or the negative has a route to get to the positive by traveling through that circuit. There you go. It's moving through, you get your power, that makes sense, but I had a radio that had a crank on it, and while you spun it, mm-hmm. it would light up, and it would also, like, you know, it was for survival kind of situations. I never understood how cranking that generated electricity. I still don't. I just learned how batteries work. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> 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 yeah. Left if you right in if you know. Right. <laughs> Call me, whatever. <laughs> you all have my number. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, Kim, if you know what I'm talking about, call me. <laughs> Do you have um Yeah, so can you explain how the wind em up one works? Is cause I Yeah, I really don't know. Not really no. sure. Yeah, I just know it was it was a crank. To, I, I'm I'm guessing you're you're cranking some kind of like mini turbine almost, and but that's the piece that I don't understand how a turbine spinning sends this electrical current over. I guess there has to be some type of ion type situation going where it's. Uh, I don't know. I got because a current needs positive and negative. It needs a route. Yeah. You know, it has the one attraction to the other. I don't know. Someone's going to have to explain that. Maybe an electrician or somebody along those lines can, can let me know. A turbinator. Yeah. If there's any turbinators <laughs> out there, please, please write in. <laughs> <laughs> what happened when that lady fell in the turbine? A turbinator. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yep, that's all the uses I got for that set of (laughs) sounds in a row. (laughs) That's pretty good. Uh, Let's see what else I got here. Um, oh, so the most recent magnetic pole reversal, this I have written down, I didn't remember this, known as the Brunes Matayuma reversal. Brunes, I, I might be pronouncing that wrong, mm. most likely, but it's well documented. It occurred approximately 780,000 years ago. Um, this event is well documented in geological records, 
including lava flows and sedimentary deposits, which have preserved the alignment of magnetic materials with the ancient magnetic field. So by digging up this shit and seeing how it's, uh, I guess, aligned, they can tell that, wow, this was created when the poles were on in a different spot. That's, that's crazy. I, yeah. cause I, I, I gotta be honest. I definitely got tripped up on like, but how can they tell lava flows? Like, and then I was starting to try to wonder that. I mean, I would assume it would have to be like, it, I guess it's the same thing with everything. It's a, like a byproduct of this is this specific thing happening that they've been able to link to that and that byproduct yep. of some type of a physical leaves some type of physical remnants that they can then use that to track stuff. Yeah. And they basically say, okay, so we have this situation. We found these rocks way down that are clearly cooled lava. I don't know what metamorphic or igneous. I forget which is which, but <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, it's, uh, you know, there's clearly old lava that is now rock. And the way the magnetic minerals are arranged do not align with the magnetic poles of today. So to come up with various theories, is it X, Y, Z? Is it this? Is it that? And then, you know, throw a bunch of shit against the wall, test it out. And the one that makes sense was, wow, it looks like every so often these magnetic poles reverse, especially considering if we look at ours, that it's like it's moving. So cool shit. Yeah. I mean, and good news, bad news. <laughs> so this one, it says happened approximately 780,000 years ago. Um, and on average, these magnetic pole shifts, they vary, but they seem to happen every few hundred thousand to every few million years. Okay. So we're still under the million year mark. And like I said, there are periods where tens of millions of years can go by with, with stability and, and no shift, according to geological record. But it also, it, it's been a minute since it happened here. So that's the bad news. But the good news is it probably, we probably got time. All right. It's just, just knowing that very small percentage is out there. Yeah. It's kind of like, yeah. There's always a small percentage that... <laughs> Of something huge is gonna murder you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we spoke. Did we speak about rogue planets? Yeah, we, we in the last episode we were talking about just the stuff in the uh, the nearby vicinity, and there was a rogue star that got captured, and rogue planets are a possibility. There's rogue black holes out there, and the thing about black holes is if they're not eating something, you can't see it. So if it's moving. There's no way to spot it until it uh, hits something. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fucking apex predator of the universe. Yeah. Just floating around. Can't track it at all until it's too late. Yeah. So <laughs> so to everybody listening, your odds of dying by black hole, they're not good, but they're not zero. <laughs> <laughs> And the zero is probably the only thing that's good. <laughs> right. In that case, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. I mean, it's... How close would a black hole have to get to our solar system for it to start to fuck shit up? Pretty close believe it or not. And I think it depends on the mass of it too. If it's a super massive black hole that got kicked out, that's not that close, but a regular stellar sized black hole, it would probably have to be pretty close. What's funny about black holes is like, you think that they're sucking things in like a vacuum, but they're not. It's just a region of space where after you cross a certain point, space is receding inward faster than the speed of light but if the sun were to disappear today mm -hmm. and be replaced with a black hole that's the exact same mass as the sun right yes we would all die because we don't have light and sun and all that anymore 
but the earth would just stay in orbit right where it is because it's, oh, it's cause moving it's at a speed mass. around a mass. Yep, yeah. exactly. Oh, shit. Nothing would change. Yeah. So it's. So it'd have to, yeah, it has to get pretty close to fuck shit up. So they. Black holes, uh, just as a refresher, they will. It's the star collapsing in on itself. So the mass will stay the same size. It's just. It just gets condensed into a very this, yeah, tiny, tiny point area. By comparison. Exactly. Anyway. I mean, and I guess technically nobody really knows what is, like, is it an infinitely small point or is it just below that? It's called the the event horizon, which is also, I think it's called the Rothschild metric. But basically it's this calculation that says if all of the mass is within a certain radius, Mm -hmm. that's what a black hole is that'll collapse on itself. But if it's just below the event horizon, I mean, it could just be a clown party or like, we don't know what the hell is in there because the light can never get out or the information can never get out. So it could, it could be anything in there. It could like all the mass. It could like, I don't know. It, it's a space octopus <laughs> just so dense that light can't escape it. We don't know. We don't know what the hell it is because it's just, it's really just an area of space kind of that. We don't know what the fuck is in there. <laughs> <laughs> we know it's dense. That's it. <laughs> Not loose in there at all. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> the complete opposite of loose. <laughs> they have they have black holes have charge as well when it comes to uh, you know one of their three properties. They have mass, charge, and spin. That's it. That's like the three things that describe a black hole. But there is some kind of magnetic sphere. Nah, I wouldn't say magnetic sphere, but there's some kind of magnetic quality to them because that there's no convection going on in in an infinitely dense point as far as we know so it's it's some some unknown reason to cause it to have that yeah i think it it has to do with the way that it spins um speed that it spins at stuff like that all right need i I think spin is also like in air quotes it's not necessarily it, it's just it's just a quality kind of that's being attributed to it i don't know that like it's it's definitely moving but we don't really know what the moving is like so spin is gonna have to describe it for the meantime yeah okay that's a good way to put it yeah there's some shit going on that spin seems like the right word for <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking neat. Um, It is. Fuck yeah. That's kind of all I got on magnetic stuff, unless you have any other questions. Um, Nothing I can think of off the top of my face. Okay. One thing that I I found in my travels that I thought was cool, this was uh, completely unexpected, but as far as like, where all the water on earth comes from there's Ooh. you know theories about the late heavy bombardment theories about asteroids and meteors and and comets and stuff like that but there's something with the water makeup i forget which is which but there's um light water and heavy water basically what it boils down to is in h2o molecule you can add and take away neutrons and it doesn't affect the water at all as far as the chemical makeup, but it does affect the weight. So yeah, it's, it's kind of a, a weird <laughs> thing that uh, most of the water that we find in our ocean is of the one variety versus the other. I forget which. Oh man. That was my question. Which one do we got? Uh, whatever. I, th- what I haven't drinking all these years. <laughs> I think the liquid stuff, if I'm not mistaken, is mostly heavy. Okay. Versus the stuff that's in the rocks. Because most of the water in the world is not actually water yet. It's just hydrogen and oxygen locked within the rocks that once it's melted becomes water again, kind of. Oh, man. Most of that stuff, I believe, is on the light side. But most of the liquid stuff we have is on the heavy side. So the theory is particles from the sun that we talked about, solar wind. Mm Mm-hmm is basically hydrogen. Uh, 
And by basically hydrogen, I mean it's a it's a proton. It's a proton without an electron. So that's just an, a positively charged hydrogen ion. Mm. Space is filled with rocks and dust and various other little things that uh, are can have oxygen and hydrogen in them also. And in cases where it's negative, um, the two will kind of meet and get into the atmosphere and, and form water vapor. So the sun and space dust, the combination of the solar wind combining with the space dust is theory right now to be the reason for the amount of water that we have on the surface of the, of the planet. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And I might have heavy and light wrong. I'm, I apologize. I should have, I, I planned for the magnetic stuff. I didn't write that piece down. I just kind of stumbled across it and, and brought it up. So I forget which is which, but the, uh, it would be hilarious to whichever it is. And then someone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah try, try this heavy water, bro. And the heaven's <laughs> like, this is what I've been fucking missing. Like, it, like it's right. <laughs> <laughs> this light water is garbage. Yeah. It'll be on the black market. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. It's, they, like, you, you, you get rid of all the flavor with the light water. <laughs> right. You taste it for you half can... a second and then it's. <laughs> right. No, I need the neutrons. I can taste the neutrons. I feel <laughs> delicious. And also, your uh, the things in the stuff in the rocks point made me think of. All right, obviously, anyone who's ever, at least I think, anyone who's ever drank water at some point in their life has gone like, I wonder if, and how long ago this was pee. Or any <laughs> any part of it in there, right? So that's how old Earth is. That there's probably stuff in rocks that's already been pee. The amount of water that and then we it would have drank to that was yeah the, melted the pee cycle. Then, yeah, 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 kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'm sure rock has been, I mean, rock water has been drinking peed, drinking peed, drinking peed but it, like, over and over so again. The, but do you think that it's been pee and then ended up in the rock again and then has to get remelted out or does it go in oh, like that? Oh, okay. Is that possible? Sorry. I, no, I think it, I, I don't think it does that. All right. I think it, uh, once the rock kind of the, the combination of the H2O from, from the melted rock uh, comes out and forms water. Now it's in the cloud kind of evaporation rain cycle. Gotcha. So what you're saying is that unmelted rocks are like pea larva. I am. I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know I was saying that, but yeah, <laughs> I am saying that. <laughs> I, I learned something today too. That is the... Rocks are pea larvae. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an alien's name in a cartoon. Hey, I'm Rockstar P. Lava. Nice to meet you. <laughs> 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 or larva. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Close. I got it. There's the New York accent. Yeah. Lava. Ah, lava. Ooh. Actually, that's. That's more. That's Fucking more fly lavas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, you gotta look at these fly lavas. <laughs> they're wicked big, <laughs> dude. They're all over the fucking meat. Just all these fucking fly lava. Just put them in a box. Throw the box outside. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. You know what? No, give it to me. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> that shit. There it is. Here's the one. Cool beans. So that was. It was neat. Yeah, I guess there's a quickie. We kind of 
instead of warming up, I kind of jumped in just because we were talking about fucking electricity. I was like, this is too good. Yeah. Kissel right into. That works. So. Kissel right into yeah. the electricity. <laughs> right. <clears throat> it's a natural connection. It did. Um, I did discover a, a, a new voice that I could do when I was on vacation. I was reading to my nephew. And apparently mm-hmm. I can do a British news anchor voice, you tell me. Uh, okay. I'm going to pull up that uh, that Worms article, that Worms Back to Life article. Oh, shit. That's yeah, very good article. Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, where the fuck is it? There we go. Won't read the whole thing, but. Uh... <clears throat> Scientists discovered a female microscopic roundworm that has been stuck deep in Siberian permafrost for 46,000 years, the Washington Post reported. When they revived it, the worm started having babies via a process called parthenogenesis, which doesn't require a mate. That's really good, but like I'm, I'm, I can't get past that the the content. Yeah, <laughs> fuck these worms. <laughs> like the first thing they do is they've been frozen for millions of years, and then we're like, all right, we're taking over. I'm taking over with myself, <laughs> babies. Yeah, that's that's how it all fucking starts, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely that's a movie that we don't want. Yeah, ringworm, and then ringworm two. <laughs> some shit like that or no you know, you know what they do they call it the fucking they'll call it like 46k like for 46,000 years or some shit like that like they'll right they'll, they'll be yeah. cheeky about the title like ooh what could this be <laughs> it's just everyone gets stupid giant ringworms Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. we're not built for Ugh, gross yeah fucking gross and you would to tie this back into the British voice. Uh, I was going to say the British voice is dead on. Oh, so yeah, go ahead. The uh, <laughs> so the in English English versus American English. Um, if you were at the hospital and you spoke to someone, you say, "I am in the hospital." Uh, and if you were getting surgery, you'd say, "Hey, I am in the hospital getting surgery." Over there, in the hospital, is only used to describe if you're in the hospital for any reason other than being worked on like if you're visiting someone if you're uh, okay. working there as a doctor or otherwise you would be in the hospital whereas okay. if you are a patient inward outward while you're there you are in hospital there's no the oh, yeah interesting so i could be in the hospital visiting my brother who is in hospital. And that So hospital is yeah, it's like a thing. Yeah, in hospital the building. <laughs> right. It's it kinda it kinda abstracts the idea instead of just being a building. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's like a form of care too. Good word abstracts the idea. Good phrase. Very nice. <laughs> well, I just want to say that I know you guys invented it, but we're so much better at English than you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your English is a joke, literally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just been making fun of it for the last three minutes. <laughs> yeah, as Americans, we were like, give me that. You don't know what you're yeah. doing. <laughs> Let's show you. This is how it works. <laughs> Get your own. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut that out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's for me and you. <laughs> It'd be funny to leave it in and beep it, just like the entire thing, <laughs> like and you know what you, <laughs> We don't hear what you say. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Just a whole phrase. Yeah. <laughs> And leave this in. (laughs) Oh, that's even better. (laughs) Well, that brings us to an hour, which is perfect. (laughs) Yeah. Fantastic. That's where that was our aim all along when we started. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Under the guise of science, 
guy is always spelled G-U-I-S-E under the guise of science at Gmail, uh, Facebook, Instagram. We got under the guise of science at, or, or yeah, at YouTube. No, at under the guise of science on YouTube. Had them <laughs> backwards. Um, we're on TikTok at science guys on Twitter. That's one's a little different. Again, G U I S E. And as always, download Fart Barf if you haven't already. Yeah. Buy, buy stuff from Fart Barf. Yeah. Send them the amount. Go see them. Buy, buy a shirt of them. Some of those shits. Why not? Yeah, go to fartbarf.com for their uh <laughs> find their merch. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Google fartbarf. Yeah. You're only gonna get them as a result. There's nothing <laughs> else out there with that. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time, fuckers.